I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Oh, look, I've ruined it already. You're in too early. This new software going down to 3, 2, 1 countdown. Anyway, here we go. 3, 2, 1. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst. The Good evening, this is more than just a podcast, or good morning or good afternoon, it's been a while. My name, <laughs> my name is George, I used to be the host of this podcast, um, I am here with uh, let's go oldest members first. John. Hello, John. Hello, George. Oldest in time on the podcast, but you're actually probably the oldest on the podcast as well, aren't you? Probably. Uh, hello to Nigel Shedman. Hello, Nigel. Now, why did you assume I was the next oldest? Because he listens, doesn't he? <laughs> you know, oh, no, am I right? Time on the podcast. Time on the podcast is having One of us. Oh, right, yeah. I was, <laughs> was going to have the same gambit, to be fair, because if you would have chose me first, I would have done my fucking nut. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I'm in my shed. Hey. <laughs> shed oh, look um, at that. You're a pro. No, you, no, I know, I know. Just tell the difference. It'll also be done in an hour. Yeah. And uh, Len, tell him, tell Len, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'll, I've got stuff the youngest to... member of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, well, you are really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I've got what... stuff to get off my chest. All right then. But what you know, you want... at least I'm having a laugh now. What do you want to go first with? Chelsea, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we played Chelsea um, on Saturday evening, wasn't it? It was. Um, the, the El Jessico, as I was calling it in my house, as my uh, daughter daughter is, uh, her mum's as Chelsea season to older, and obviously me being the West Ham side. Um, it was the decider, I feel, as to who's going to finish on top in the league, and whoever finished on top of the league this season uh, would be her team of choice. Now, unfortunately, it didn't go our way. Um, and I'm going to start with John. What did you think of that Chelsea match? Um, it was a disappointing result. Uh, I, I, I think you know when I saw the team. I was funny enough on Saturday. I had my first drink of since the lockdown. A friend of mine has not been too well, and he called a drink, and there were six of us there. And I would say, well, I'd say. 
well, four four out of the six, excluding me, were Chelsea fans. And we had a lot of conversations about this and I was trying to explain to them that really, you know, they should beat us because we've only got, well, we've got quite a few of our, fir- yeah, our first team regular players are missing. And I, I, I think it showed. I think we we lacked a lot on that game. We didn't we didn't look particularly inspiring at all. I think it's catching up with us with the injuries. You know, Ryan Fredericks playing and starting a game of that magnitude. It was just, I think it's just showing the the lack of depth in the squad. And the same as everybody's said all along. You know, we haven't got to, we've got playing a team without a striker. We're so. It wasn't a great game. I don't. I don't think it was a Pretty red rubbish card. game, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I don't, think it was, I don't think Chelsea were particularly great. Um, I'd like to think that maybe even if even if we had Antonio up front, we would have been a better proposition against them. We would have given them more sort of caused them more trouble than we did. But uh, yeah, it was dis- disappointing result. But you know, we're still doing all right, aren't we? So, oh, it, it will do. It will, it will do. do, you know, we just, you know, we can't start, you know, when you're sitting there with a load of Chelsea guys talking about battling for the Champions League, you know, things have changed somewhat, don't you? Yeah. So, it wasn't the end of the world, was it? And we still could, we still could, it's not, it's yeah, not all over yet. Uh, Len, Hello, f- mate. first half, mm-hmm. there was a big handball shout. Yeah. yeah. I, I claimed that if that was up the other end i.e. a Chelsea player kicking it into a West Ham player's arm, yeah. that would have been a penalty. Well, it's funny you should say that. Firstly, I actually, uh, I thought we played, all things considered, I thought we, thought we played pretty decent. And uh, from what I've seen of Chelsea, I thought they had a good game as well. I thought they played well. I thought they were well-drilled. Tuchel obviously coached them right through the squad to do a specific... Um, job I thought Declan's mate whose name I always forget Mason Mount Mason, Mason Mount. Mount I thought he was outstanding he was their best player I think he is, oh, he is he their was, best player isn't he, he is uh, 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 he's English whoa um, but Gamper to the penalty uh, uh, I that wasn't yeah that wasn't <laughs> this is interesting because I popped out to the kitchen to get a beer so I missed it live. And when I got back in to see the the, the one replay I saw, I'm, I'm literally, I'm not joking, the time it takes to pull up in the can of beer, pour it in and come back in, uh, it wasn't replayed. What did you have? I had a, a, a Carlsberg export. Oh, lovely. Yeah, that's my sort of go-to export, uh, eh? Asian persuasion mm. beer, yeah. Very posh. All right. Does it come with the brown bag still, or? No, it comes with a little black carrier. <laughs> no, that's, that's um, special, special brew. To commemorate the visit of Winston Churchill to the Denmark brewery, but we digress. <laughs> that's not like <laughs> you do. <laughs> you, you two don't usually do that, do you? No, no, especially where beer's concerned, I can digress a lot. But go on, then. Go, the handball. Go on. The handball. Now, um, so I didn't see, uh, I didn't see it live, and I think this is an important point that I'm making because we're starting to think that decisions should be made as they're seen and not slowed down. Because when eventually I did see it slowed down, 
after the game had finished, from what I've been educated from from the good people at UEFA from FIFA and the FA, I'm told this season that that's a penalty. Well, that's that's how I understood it as well. In the light of day, seeing it either live on TV or at the game, I probably don't think it is. I probably give it the benefit of the doubt. Well, that, and that's that's the that's the argument I was having in my house with the Chelsea side of the family. Um, mm. That you know, especially with that decision that went against us in the second half, when it well, was never a red it. card, and it looked ten times worse slowed down, well, and that does. was what the decision was given well, on. But the, and this is what I'm getting to because yeah. I've had somewhat of an epiphany of all this because when it comes to what happened was strangely um, when that. Red card decision come to the first in the second half. The missus is sitting next to me. She never sits next to me watching football, feeding the cats. And I see it happen, and I say to myself, I think you and the cat should what, slowly what, move out. What did they have? They had ham. Oh. She was hand feeding them ham. And I said, well, she was having the last little peaceful zen moment with them. And I said, so I think you should move away because he's going to look at this screen. They're going to show it in slow-mo. And when someone says to you in your ear, we'd like you to have a look at something, and they slow it down, what they're saying is, we want you to see something. That's what it means. And what I think the, the problem was, if the referee gets to see that penalty slowed down, he gives a penalty. And that ain't going to work. We can't have VAR if it's like that. If there's any influence in it at all, if there's someone in your ear saying, we want you to look at this, and they're slowing it down, then then the FA, the the VAR experiment has failed. And I saw Nigel after, because on um, Irons United, and he was asked a question from Stel. I just caught the end of it, funny enough. Is VAR, does it suit the big teams? The, the problem is, VAR should be, the FA should have safeguarded VAR from that question being asked because you've got two different ways of using it. To tell, ask someone to have a look at something and to slow it down, everything looks like a foul and it's going to. I wouldn't like to be asked a question like that. If someone was saying to me, slowing something down, saying to me, look at this, I'm thinking, oh, it's a, it's a red card. That's why, why would they ask me? Mm. If someone's just saying, go on, like they did with the handball, and this is, I'm going to put my hands up. I didn't see the handball live. But the fact of the matter is, you've got to judge things out of their scene, not slowing down. And it's the same with both incidents. Ordinarily, I'm saying we don't need VIR for either of them. VIR's ruined that because five years ago, almost to the day, was the worst ever refereeing performance at Stamford Bridge. We've gone five years; they haven't got, a, they haven't sorted this out. They haven't found a, a solution to this. Shambles. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. I think that you know the fact that they made him go over and look at it—that's immediately put the thought in his head. Of course, it is. It's influence. I've done something wrong. Yeah. And if they're going to do that for that, they should have done it for the handball, and he would have exactly. been in the same position. But what they're doing, they're delivering them differently, and that can't happen. No, I agree. Nigel, 
Go on. Well, for a start, <laughs> it weren't Anne Ball because his arm was tucked into his chest. Um, from the way I saw it, is that the ball actually hit his chest, then his arm. So it sort of hit the both, went from one to the other. That's not Anne Ball. Well, the, the vagaries in the rule, there is a vagary in the rule in that if you score a goal and and it touches your arm, either, either deliberately or accidentally, they disallow the goal. But if the ball touches your arm and you're the defender, it's not a penalty unless it's deemed to be deliberate or your arm is in an unnatural position. Now, his arm was down by his side, so it weren't an unnatural position. So it's not a penalty. But he's moved the old body toward the ball. No, he's moved his, his body, not his arm. His arm's down next to him. The, that's, yeah, but... The ball, the arm, look at the arm, his arm's touching the chest. If the ball's going toward the goal and it touches his arm, and it does, you're wrong, Nigel, it touches his arm first, not the chest. Because I've well, seen it this it morning. It touch his arm, arm, then the chest. Because the chest was in front of the arm. No, it touches his arm. And we're told... And I've checked it up, and we've no, seen more not. on Sky Sports today, the referee talking about it. He says it's a penalty. No, never in a million years. I'll tell well, you now, I mean, never I in a million see, years. I didn't see it in real time, and I only think that's how you should judge it. What I'm saying is... I think, I think what you're saying, it not being a penalty, is, is in the way that we view it, you know, yeah, the old natural and not natural and all that. But in the way things have gone over the last season... I'm saying it, they're saying it is. It should be a penalty, given yeah. like no, the way given they've given a penalty like that then. Where where they've given a penalty for the arm, they've given penalties that have been accidental and ball, where the arm's out away from the body. His arm was tucked into his body. They did show one, actually, but I just can't remember what it was. There was one in the Newcastle game. I think it might have been that. Um, literally the same day but I haven't seen it. I remember, I read about it saying that it was a very similar situation and his was given. Um, well, it's given as ha- no, it was given as handball, which then disallowed the goal, which it, it kind of just bounced up, hit him on the no, chest. No, no, They've two different handballs to do different Yes, this but that's is what different saying, scenarios. Because it's down to, to, to him scoring a goal, that's what's been Yes, so what happened there is the goalkeeper come out, got to the ball first, but then as the ball's come up, it hit um, Callum Wilson on the arm, but his arm was not in an unnatural position. His arm was tucked into his body. Yeah. But because it hit his arm and then went forward and he's tapped it into the goal, the rule is if 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 the ball touches your arm at any point scoring and a goal is scored, the goal's disallowed. With penalties, I'm pretty sure the rule was different. And this is the thing. You've got one rule for defenders, one rule for attackers. Okay. Now, that's so where the fault is. Yeah, so the, oh, definitely. The, but the Azpilicueta one, was that ball not going in the goal? I don't know. Yeah, but he's a defender. Yeah. I know. So I, if get, you I, get, score, I get your point, but I'm just no, arguing the rule. that's the rule. That was the rule. Yeah, I think if you check the rules, I, I remember this at the beginning of the season. That's what they were saying, is that the deliberate handball for a penalty... It, or for a penalty, it's got to be like deliberate handball or deemed deliberate handball or the hand's got to be in a natural unnatural position. So I think Declan Rice gave away a penalty early in the season because he's jumped and his arm was his, his, was sort of high up, unnatural position. As for Quera, his arms literally become part of his chest, like his torso. So they deem that as, as not an unnatural position 
and um, he didn't thrust the arm forward to stop the ball. The ball came quickly. His arm was tucked into his body. Bang, no penalty. How it should be. How it should be, but you know full well. Let's get this all done. VAR looked at it. VAR check everything like it that. Looked at it, but what, what, I'm, what I'm saying, what Len's saying, is that he didn't send the ref over to look at it. Now, if mm. they sent the ref over to look at it, the refs immediately thought, and this is what I think's happened with the red card. He's immediately thinking, "Oh shit, I've done something wrong here. Yeah, I need to, I need to go back this on my." No, the decision. problem for me with the referee is they all they showed it was was a slow mo. When, when when we're looking, watching, it gets over there, and they're already playing it. Okay, as he gets so, to the screen and it's so slow then, yeah, but they but would have shown he, the handball slow mo yeah. and he would have given penalty. No, this right, is the no, point because he's not seeing it in context. This is what I'm saying is it's not gonna be a penalty because the arm was not in an well, unnatural position. We'll, we'll never know, what I'm always. saying is what I'm saying is if the ref gets called over and gets shown as a you're saying you think you know the rules. <laughs> I'll tell you what, <laughs> under them circumstances, you're changing <laughs> your mind. I'm not. You think, hang on, maybe I don't know the rules, maybe I've got it wrong. And this is the complete shambles of it. Yes, and I'll tell you what, natural position. The referee was on TV this morning saying exactly opposite to you. And he's a referee. So if you're, you think you know, and he thinks he's no, he knows, and neither of them's getting asked a question at the time, the game's a mess. And this is what's given me the arsehole. The game is a mess. Because you're not, there's no. Unless someone's shooting from twenty-five yards, you're not even celebrating a goal. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't celebrate goals. No, do I. If they're going, if the world is that they can't possibly be offside or whatever, yeah. you're not celebrating the goal. But it's, this, the, it's, the unnatural position thing is is wasn't a thing anymore, was it? It was if the ball hits the hits the hand, that's it. That was what was going on earlier this season. I, I, I don't think I know anymore, John. <laughs> right, handball, um, yeah? Here we go. It is an offensive for player. Deliberately touches the ball. With Deliberately touches we, we, the ball. We never proved that with VAR, deliberately. Right, no. you can't prove it with Balbuena. Yeah, look, this is the laws of the game, yeah, from the FA. Deliberately touches the ball with a hand arm, including moving the hand arm towards the ball. Didn't do That's that. That's what he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did do that. No, and he didn't. No, he did do that. You look at it again. The, the whole torso, his, his hand or the arm, arm goes toward the ball. No, his body goes towards the ball. No, not Watch just it the now. Arm. Watch it now. It won't take you a second on YouTube. I'll go and the have a look. I'm telling you now. The arm go towards the ball. Ah, the torso, yes. The, the rule says including the moving of the hand and arm towards the ball. Yeah? He's not pushed. And the torso the... does. No. That, if his body's tucked, if his arm, this is the thing. The arm is tucked this into is the body. This is stupid. Look, right. you can do let that me finish. Ball it and keep your arm towards. Right, yeah. so he didn't do that. Scores an opponent's goal directly, yeah, from the hand arm, even accidental, including by the goalkeeper. Yeah, after okay. the ball was touched there or a teammate's hand arm, even if accidental, immediately. Right, I'm watching it now. For me, he pushes his that side of his body towards ah, the, 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 the body, ball. not the arm. His arm's part of his body, though. No, there is, there's a I know to be like, like pernickety about it. Yeah, well, you he moves are a little his whole bit. body. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he moves his whole body, not his arm. He doesn't thrust his arm out. His arm touch the ball, George. Yeah, does his yeah arm it does. Touch it, the does. Ball. it does for me. 
Yes, I'm not denying the, the, the arm doesn't touch the ball, I, and but I, because I, it's tucked <laughs> into the body, it's not doing the same ball. Right, okay, <laughs> we'll do. We'll show you this again with another team in the middle of the Wembley Stadium with all them people looking at you. I know it wasn't all on TV. I will ask you the same question again. I guarantee you do not come out with the same answer because that's exactly what the influence that referee has had and that you don't. You get your chance to look at it and go through your rule book and say it in the cold light of day. Right, here we go. Except for the above. It is not an offence if the ball touches the player's hand arm, yeah? If the hand arm is close to the body and does not make the body unnaturally bigger. He's moved everything toward the ball and it stopped it going in the net. By the rule of that law, if the hand arm, this is what I'm saying, if the hand arm is close to the body and does not make the body unnaturally bigger. This is why I got the arsehole. (laughs) (laughs) Quite frankly. What do you think, John? What do you think, John? You haven't really commented on the handball. Who, me? Yeah. I just, I, I'm kind of relenting. It's so confusing now. I mean, yes. At the beginning of the season, they were giving penalties left, right, and centre when they were just kicking the ball at the player's arm and it was hitting his arm. So yeah, yeah, but I, that was I, because I, the arm was away from the body. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't. It was. It was. Matter where he touched him, what it was ridiculous what they were giving, and you know, I kind of, I feel because I'm a West Ham fan that if that was up. Our, one of our players in the Chelsea box, they would have got a penalty. And I I feel there's the big team bias and that sort of stuff going on. But you have voted, Nigel, when you're going to get voted on the Super League punishment as well. I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> you can outvote me all you like. Don't you, make you, you right. You can, you can go on your own United and be controversial as you like. When you come on here, you fall into the line, son. Well... <laughs> That's one nil to us. I don't think so because I'm right by the laws of the game. You're not right. I'm you are right. Told you the law of the game. The law's right. an ass. That's the problem. It's the law that's the problem. But what did you think of the game, though, Nigel? <laughs> what did I think of the game? I thought um, Chelsea played well. I, I, it was a bit of a, a weren't as entertaining. They stopped us well. I didn't realise how good defensively Chelsea were. They were, weren't they? Considering they've only conceded eight goals, and I think five of them were against West Brom. So <laughs> something went wrong that <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, I'd, but you can see why they've they've in in the ten or 12, eleven games that Tuchel's had them, why they've conceded so few goals. We we never they they defended well, they didn't give Lingard. They know we like to get the runners going, and we didn't. I don't think we got a run on them once where we got behind them. No, we didn't. And and, and they cut everything yeah. out. From and Lingard, sometimes rather than complaining about if we'd have had this player, that player, we should have bought a striker in. Think you got to say, well played Chelsea. You've yeah, done your were. own work on us, yeah. and you stopped us. But you got an harder running, and I still think we can catch her. So yeah, we can hold the fire. I was impressed with Chelsea. Yeah, uh, and listen, let's 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 no make no bands about. It. Other than this penalty that we we're arguing about, there weren't much as, else other goal match action action from us, was there? No, no. no. Chelsea Lingard had one that skewed wide, I think. Um, but that's I think that's why it makes it even more important, in my opinion. Anyway, well, yeah, it can change the game. Yeah, it would have done. All right, uh, you mentioned it, Len. 
we wanted to talk a little bit about it. It's been done to death in the last week or so. Um, but And obviously, it's all changed since you guys recorded uh, a week ago. Super League. Obviously, we weren't part of it. Um, but uh, <laughs> West London Blues that we played on uh, on Saturday were. So, uh, I know there was a bit of a debate we wanted to have around punishments. Nigel, where do you stand on punishments for the six that were? Well, the... the- the punishment, I see people saying throw the book at them, points, money, ban them, everything. And, and for me, they do need to be punished. For, uh, for the punishment I would be looking at is because what they actually did was is they were resigning from UEFA. So big punishment, actually, I'm looking to UEFA. Let's see what you do because they were walking away from your tournament. Technically, they weren't quitting the Premier League. No. no. Yeah, they 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 hadn't resigned from the Premier League, and and they were going to still put teams in the Premier League. We never got the details what type of teams they were putting out, but technically it was going to be the status quo. Just on a midweek, they'd be playing in this European League, so it was UEFA. Realistically, they were sticking the fingers up to first and foremost. Secondly, I don't go for the points thing, and basically I look at our situation in. We never got done with points. We were fortunate not to get done with points. By them undermining the Premier League and doing what they did, it didn't do anything to the league table. It didn't affect how games were played or or the, the way the league has been. Um, you know, nothing affected any results. So to actually hit them with a points penalty, I just don't see it happening. So therefore, no, it won't happen. No, I agree I, with you there. Yeah, it won't. I don't. I don't think it should happen because they've. they've well, not I'll tell done you anything. why it should. Because Go on. what you said is all true. However, by them wanting to remain in the Premier League, which don't get me wrong, we all want that. What they're actually asking to do is to gain a financial advantage, and that has always been been. Um, punished by points deduction, as Sheffield Wednesday will tell you. Sheffield United won't, though. No, well, they won't. But then again, we're gonna, we could be in Sheffield United position. Are we going to sue them for lack of for, – for not being punished? Because I personally think that we should have got points deduction. I know every kind of case has to get judged by its own memories. And somewhat, every case is always a new – it always a new case like this is we're not we don't know we never really foresaw this but when it comes to it the rule is if you try to get a financial advantage you get dock points because they know that financial penalties don't cut the mustard and I don't listen I know all about this don't you know it's hurting fans and it's hurting players I know that but you've already started this and it's been going for 20 odd years now and it's continued to go for 20 odd years because it's an effective punishment I can't see a way that you can't what happens is the punishment comes quickly then they appeal it and it gets reduced and I can't see why you shouldn't be doing it this time it's a strange one because they it, they it, you're right it is more UA for and not FA but I don't know how FA are going to Carry on, continue docking people points and ignoring this. 
I think you've got to dock people points because because they they've not. You know, I mean the, the one thing I don't agree with. Funny enough, is the, is the carte blanche docking of points when clubs go into administration. administration. Yeah, that was going to be my point. Is that why if we go down the whole route of don't affect the club, the players, the fans. It's the owners. Then and, and why the, do the, clubs the get worst, dock points when yeah. the owners go bump? And, and because is, what they're doing is they're gone. What it is, it's a phoenix. When they're going to administration, we're starting again. Yes. But for all intents and purposes, sorry, you're finished. In the old days, you'd have been bankrupt, you'd have been gone, you'd have been accurate and Stanley. Yes. Who Nowadays, the law supports you doing a phoenix. It's wrong if you owe money by the club, and that's why they deduct points. One, because they haven't got the money to pay them. And two, because they've took a financial advantage, which is a state law for a limited company. But what happens is, because it's carte blanche, yeah, clubs like Wigan, who actually were solvent, but their owner deliberately put him into administration yeah. <laughs> because exactly. of some dispute, mm. they, they, they docked the club points and then they yeah. got relegated. And what that meant as well then was their players, their best players got to leave even cheaper. So yeah, but that's 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 business. That's not football. The FA can only judge on footballing matters. And if 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 what you do is feed yourself, well, we'd be in a better financial position going to administration. Then the FA will say, well, okay, we'll have to sort of offset that by taking points away. This is what happens when business, you know, football becomes business. You can't. And this is the same situation with the Super League. What they're saying is, and they're all in debt, I like the sort of reminder. Oh, yeah. There's no reason why Real Madrid and Barcelona, there's no reason why they won't drop in administration. They're saying, we want to start again in another league, recoup our money, and we do better in this league as well. I'm sorry. That's the same old story. Might be in a different language. May have a European accent, but you're doing the same thing. And that's why you need to get deducted points. If FA are going to be consistent, but they won't. But the thing is, yeah, with, with the letter, all, they, all they've got at the moment is this letter of, you know, yes, we're going to go into it. They've signed contracts. Apparently so. Apparently yeah, so. That's what Perez, Perez is, Florentino and Perez, the Real Madrid bloke, is claiming that they have all signed legally binding contracts. And he's going to go and for that he them. Can, he can take them to court and sue them if he... If and well, Let that play out then. <laughs> well, this is the problem. We haven't got time for it to play out. Because if you're going to... Even if, if UEFA takes sanctions and the FA takes sanctions, Aston Villa could be in the Champions League. You don't know. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, all, all he can do is take money off of them. That's what the FA, the Prem, sorry, not the FA. That's what the Premier League should be doing. I'm all for fine them, and actually, you can't fine them. Well, of course you can if they've broken a rule. Of course well, you can. Fine them. If fine you can dock points, but you that's can fine not, them. That's not that's not consistent. Fine with them. Laws. They, they, they and won't find their cheap executives from the meetings. Well, I think they're going to do that bit do anyway. It. I don't think that. Well, they they have broken. There was a lot of talk about Rule Nine or something, which yes, right. So yeah. that they they can't have join another they can't league, join any other league without permission yeah. of the thing. So they have they That's have broken. They have broken a specific rule, so they deserve some level of punishment based on 
that rule, you know. They, they yeah. won't. They won't be dot points. No, no they, won't. They, they won't. be dot points. What I'm saying is, if they're going to be consistent, they should. Don't let Sky Sports Kenya. I know what they're trying to do. I can see what everyone's doing. They're running the campaign about. Oh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't um, um, punish the fans. Punish the fans. Well, that's very convenient for you to say that. One because you know that's you know this is in your interest, and two because you've shown. The fans um, uh, having their demonstrations. For once, you can visualise the fans that are getting punished. Well, there's lots of them. Look at them who are going to be miserable in the points deduction. Well, I'm afraid that's life. You didn't see the Sheffield Wednesday ones. Well, furthermore, now the owner of Spotify is shown an interest in in buying Arsenal. Well, we ain't, ain't we haven't just fallen from the top four of the league, we've fallen from the top four protesting already. <laughs> because suddenly, lots of stuff's happening for, for Sky to produce. This comes down to a financial arrangement. They've tried to to gain a financial advantage. And this is all it's down to. They didn't really want to change the status quo. These 12 teams have been living beyond their means. They've seen a way to get out of it. They've taken it. Why are they taking it? Because the people who made the decisions a money man. They were taking it. They take these decisions because they're easy decisions. But the the whole thing is just a sort of morally corrupt from the point of, of view that, that like Sky are standing there as the bastions yeah. of morality. Let's keep yeah. it. Let's keep it. Well, well what, no what, what? Yeah. And then UEFA. You got UEFA. They're they're, they're wrong. They well look at UEFA. Look at FIFA. The whole thing yeah, is just. The whole thing's corrupt. This is what's pissed me off this week, John. In the last five to ten years, we've come nowhere. We've came, paid lip service with VAR, lip service with fair play, lip service with making the leagues fairer so people spend more money. The moment you started seeing something this season with us, you've seen it come tumbling down. Nothing's changed. I don't think it's just us. I think it's with Leicester. And yeah, possibly yes, as well. Everton, yeah, it's scaring Hitler. them. Yeah. yeah, of course it's scaring them. It's great time for them to say yes to this. Great yeah. time for them. But, but this is the thing when you look at it. When you look at the budgets, yeah. The, uh, one thing I've said for years is that there, there, there are four to five teams that demand, whose owners demand Champions, Champions League. League football. They demand it of their yeah. managers. Now, bearing in mind that only four of them can do it, even if yeah. they all finished on the same points, they would find a way with goal difference or whatever. So one of them is going to lose his job because he's yeah. going to miss out. Yeah. Yeah. Then, Unsustainable. Then you've got Spurs. And, and what the funny thing what Spurs have done is, is that they've, Levy's built a Champions League structured club. Yeah. But without no the Champions room. League. Yeah, there's no room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now, he, he, you know, he've, They've probably thought that once they got in and established themselves in, that they would then be the new kids on the block and they would stay in. What they're finding after last season and now this season, well, it don't work like that, does it? No. You don't get to stay in. You have to keep earning it. And now they're panicking because they're, you know, they're billion pound stadium. Now, here's the funny thing about it, yeah, in regards to West Ham, because... And perhaps where you can see why Tottenham complained about West Ham having Olympic Stadium, why a lot of clubs 
complain yeah. about it. And why? Believe me, if we get gifted that stadium or buy it on the cheap, they will go to court over it. Yeah, you can see. You by can the, see it by because there. West Ham actually, especially with COVID and everything, are one of the better off clubs because we're only paying three million pound a year rent. Yeah. We can afford our stadium. Right, cut but your liabilities. That's yeah. what you need to do in this league. Look at Tottenham; they're, they're over yeah. half a billion in debt. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it all goes around. The only thing for me is, is that everybody's getting pious about these rich billionaire owners. The time to get pious was when they were buying the clubs. Yeah. Yes, yeah, too late now. Because, all right, Stan Cronkay sells. Well, then the geezer from Spotify turns up, who's got even more money, and he will spend it. And so everything they're complaining about is oh we stopped their greed you haven't stopped their greed you've been, you've the greed thrown, is there now oh, that was not, that, on the fire it was not true the fans did this no they didn't no. It's, the, 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 you look at what the, that um switzerland version of the new deal for the uefa league oh, yeah. anyway the champions league anyway you look at that that, that thing is just as bad you know you, you Teams, we could qualify for the Champions League and still not get in there because Man United have got a better history of being in the league. No, that's not true. We still qualify. What 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 they're saying is is that if we finish fifth and Manchester United finished like seventh or eighth, they would get Champions League, even though they're further down the league. That's what it is. So if we finished in the Champions League places, we still get, we it. Still get it. Where it's unfair is there are teams that have performed far better that season. We'll take Arsenal this season. You know, there's going to be five clubs, I believe. I think Arsenal will be finished ninth. So there'll be five clubs above Arsenal. Now, on the if the new uh, format was brought in, technically, Arsenal would be gifted a spot. Because they are the best, or they are the the highest coefficient club that has failed to qualify for the Champions League. And it's all again, it's a shambles. And that is to keep them with the money. But this is what happens. But then again, the fans demand, you know, all we hear about, spend the money, buy the players, give them the money. People have got to realise this money comes from something. Are we yeah, of course it does. now? Me personally, I'm happy to go back to the old way. Let's just go back to the old way. But I don't think a lot of the fans are happy with that. But then again, I'm not ambitious. I don't. I'm not bothered if West Ham never win the league. I'm I'd not... soon, yeah, I, I'd sooner be out of this and back to how it used to be. Yeah, have a cup run because at least I could jump at a goal and sort of know things ain't gonna fall flat on my face. Because is it really going to change? After all this, is it really going to change? No, it's going to get worse. Let me ask you something, right? Let's go back to last week. After all the the fake, um, this is appalling shit. Yeah, moralistic outcry. Yeah, right. Let's look at it this week. I don't think... Let's take Arsenal, for example. The owners, the fans, everyone... I think they've done a right out of it. Because the owners, they've got an offering. So if they want to liquidate their asset, they've got a chance to get out of it. The fans have had a chance to protest and get new owners. They have a bit of change. For our spice of life. Uh, and Sky, they think to oh, I'm feeling slightly secure now because we've, we've rallied all the troops and got everyone on our side. And we've still got our product. Yeah. Not one person... 
everyone's benefited from this. Everyone. Yeah, and I think this is starting to look a little bit of a con. What's happened this week? Surprise, surprise. They're all having a social media blackout because of the racism thing. So no one can say anything. Funny though, like yesterday, everyone had to see to get their word in about don't punish the fans just before they had their blackout. They're having, they're having a laugh. Yeah, they're having, and I'm not one for conspiracy theory, theories, but I can spot influence from mine off. And they're having a laugh now. They've got away with this. They've all got what they wanted. Everyone. I mean, if you look at UEFA, UEFA fined Trippier, 12 ga- uh, suspended Trippier for 12 games um, for betting irregularities over his move to Atletico Madrid. Yeah, they only ban people 10 games for racism. So mm. what that says yeah. is we value money. Yeah. You've got to look at some of the historical things that have happened based around racism in in Spain and countries like that where they've not done anything really. I mean, it's did you just... read West Ham's statement, John? No, I didn't. I didn't read it, Nigel, no. Did you see it, George, West Ham's statement that they put out? Uh, I did read it. I couldn't remember what stood out on it. I'm sure you'll remind me. Working class values. Oh, yeah. Shipbuilders. The, the shipbuilders. Yeah. I remember that. But I actually thought of you, Nigel, when I read that. Because yeah. I thought, I bet Nigel's going to call them out on what year they've said that they were yeah. founded and all sorts. Well, it, it, yeah, I could have talked. Um, <laughs> and was they working class at all? Well, no, they, and the, 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 one of my favourite things, actually, <laughs> you knew, you knew, one of my favourite things is this all created by the poor, yeah, yeah destroyed by the rich. It's not. Well, Arnold, let's take West Ham, Arnold Deals was not a poor man. He's, he's dad had bought the Thames Ironworks off of a couple of other geezers. Um, when it, uh, when it, it was, I think it was called, um, it began with like an M or something and a D. Um, so, it, Ditchburn or something, I don't know. But they, they were called something else. And then he bought, um, his dad, I think Frank Hills, bought the Thames Ironwork in like the 1860s. So, Arnold Hills, very wealthy people lived in a really nice house in Woodford and lived down in Tunbridge in Kent in like some little mini mansion. Nice. So, yeah. So Arnold Hills was not. Funny enough, I did a bit of research on Tottenham. They they, they were formed by a bloke who, which I never knew, lived in a white cottage in, in White Art Lane. And because he was the first club secretary, um, all, the, all the posts went to his address. And that's how Tottenham got the White Art Lane address. Because actually, they'd never played in White Art Lane. No. <laughs> yeah. But he went to grammar school. So if in like 1885 or something, this bloke's been to grammar school and whatever, well, he ain't working class, is he? No. So when you look at it, the, the Manchester United, they weren't formed by working class. Organised football was organised by the old Etonians. I was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, it was all them. Old Lord Kinnaird and all that. They set up the Lord first... Who? Lord Kinnaird. <laughs> That's his name. Um, he, he set up the, like, the organised football and then they put together the FA Cup. And when you look at the first winners of the FA Cup, it, it was, you know, like Wanderers and these were all the... Royal Engineers. Yeah, the Royal Engineers. All well-to-do people. It's not a working class game. 
when they got they got upset though when the working class turned up, and that was because like your Blackburn Olympics and 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 who were rivals of Blackburn. Um, tried to come and win the FA Cup. And that was, if you look at the clubs like Burnley, Blackburn, they were mill owners. But then again, were the mill owners working class? Not really. No, they had a bit of money. So actually, organised football wasn't created by the poor. It was it was formed by the, by the, the like you say, the Etonians and the wealthier. Yeah. yeah. For, the, for, for the entertainment and for the, leisure of the working class i would guess well the, the, the funny saying that i've always liked is is that football is a gentleman's sport played by hooligans where rugby is an hooligan sport played by gentlemen yeah. and fair enough that sort of sums it up and i think what they're basically saying is football's played by the working class <laughs> you know we do, do question time <laughs> is it time <laughs> I just want to give Sean a shout out because he's obviously desperate Uh-oh. for one no don't um, no, no, just leave him no, to it listen to it just, with have you have you have you noticed the whatsapp group I switched it off oh yeah he was pinging 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 yeah, oh, he switched just, it off this is Sean down to a T he's, he's gone has anyone left their phone on he sent us Nine different messages, yeah. one to nine. Yeah. Is it about club news? Pictures of his posh pie mash in the pub in the Cotswolds he's sitting in. He's Cotswolds? Obviously having, I think he's with him. He's obviously having a great time, isn't Has he? Has he got the sex so, swing in the background? I think so. No, he it? hasn't. Sex pond. Uh, it's time for this. Yeah. It's Facebook Twitter question time. It's where you, the listener, send us loads of long comments that Nigel reads out word for word, and it usually lasts <laughs> about <laughs> 45 minutes. John, can I just and, say uh, that? Everyone, everyone. Oh, look how many there are. Everyone, <laughs> everyone other than the people that write in don't like this part. Um, but go for it. I like it. It's my favourite part of the week. <laughs> um, I also, sorry. I must say, oh, sorry, just before you start, I put up a poll when we were debating. I got all um, fancy. Um, 58% of 24 people think it was a handball. 42% of 24 people don't think it was a handball. So there's more on our side, Nigel, than yours. Sorry yeah, but they've got the current and blue glasses on, haven't they? You know, this this is what oh, happens. Well, People, well, yeah. football fans, you know, take their brain out of their head, put it on the sideboard, and then they talk about football. George, when you saw it in real time, did you shout and ball? I did, very loudly. Yeah, but using an ass for the Chelsea fans. I was, yes. John was with Chelsea fans as well. Did yeah, I, I, I didn't shout and ball, no. On on the replay, I said that's handball. Yeah, I said it uh, any anywhere if it wasn't West Ham up the other end, for Chelsea that had been given a penalty. That's what I said. Fair enough. So I did think it was. wasn't surprised it weren't given though. Well, I was watching it with Aussie the Spurs fan, and and he, he didn't think it was handball, and neither did I. Even though as soon as they went with the VAR, if he calls him over. He's going off, but even Oz thought that was one of the worst red card yeah. he's ever seen. But the moment he was called over, yeah. you're saying he was going, going off. off. Yeah. yeah. 
We didn't really talk about a red card, did we? Anyway, we did. Uh, Nigel, go on. All right. You've been pleased to know, George. Only 28. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so far. Yeah. You've got, you've, got, <laughs> and <this Twitter. laughs> you've got 25 minutes. See if you can do it in 25 minutes. Let's see what we can do. That's one a minute. I don't think so. Belinda Kaikitis. Uh, evening, peeps, she says. Uh, I don't, Hello, Belinda. She goes, I evening. don't know. We've like, she's got, like, I like the way the emoji's even a woman. Like, going, I don't know. You know, yeah. if we had players back, oh, I did ask. <laughs> Perhaps I'll tell you why I said I don't know. Recording tonight, two boochies, Lennon myself. That's the way I left it, yeah? Mention no names. Uh, he's commented and getting read out. Five games left in the season. How do you think it will end, points and position wise? Short and sweet. <laughs> she says, Oh, I don't know. She says, If we had players back, I'd say fourth is possible. As the games on paper are winnable, but it depends on so much, bar decisions, other results, what West Ham actually comes out of the game. I feel some of the teams, she says, Suchek, for example, look knackered. Uh, depends on lots of factors. She thinks European football will be ours, but she's not sure which competition. She loves the show. Only one kiss. She said, oh. right, hold up. I think this is you, Len. Yeah, because you yeah. think I'll give them out too freely. That that kisses for me though. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're gonna have to if you're only gonna give one kiss, Belinda. You have to designate your kiss. Them's the rules. <sighs> Sean Dugan, evening chaps. He says he, he thinks it's been a fantastic season, but injuries uh, to key players at crucial times have cost us points. He can see three wins, a draw and a defeat from the five games, which gives us 65 points. And he thinks that will give us fifth or sixth, which will be brilliant. He has got a quick question. I know hindsight's a great thing, but should we really have got a striker back in January? Or has the way Jesse has performed made up for the lack of strikers? Right, so we'll go yes or no then. Uh, George... Should we have got a striker in? Yes, 100%. The proof's in the pudding right now. Right. Instead of Jesse Lingard? As well as. Oh, so you were greedy. John? Yeah, I go greedy. One of each. Yeah, I want a greedy Let's option. have a Jesse and a striker. Yeah. But, you know, first of all, Moyes didn't want one. And two, who was out there right for the price? Josh I still King. Can't think of Josh King. <laughs> well, Josh King, yeah. But, you know. I'm back, Moyes. I'm back in the manager. No. I was sitting there watching the um, Southampton Tottenham game the other night and thinking, we should Danny get Danny Ings, Ings in the Yeah, summer. definitely. But then yeah. he went off injured. Then I thought, oh, there's why we shouldn't. Well, <laughs> he's made for us then. Yeah, no, yeah, it's true. Uh, it's Appy Chops himself, made Mirian. He got oh, boy, yours. <laughs> he, he, he gets upset if I don't do that. Uh, he thinks we'll end up in the European Conference League, which will be fun. You ain't getting read out either. Imagine all those obscure European nations we can visit ending in Stan. Like Laurel. Mm. Uh, he's got a question. He starts in Stan, doesn't he? Uh, we all know that Sean already has his ticket for the Southampton game, but can you update the rest of us on the club's plans for us supporters? Ballot. Uh, he then asks, is the senior source worried that if we make it into Europe, it will require massive investment in the squad? Uh, I doubt it. 
And what are the odds on the next transfer deadline day? The senior source will say of Lingard, we tried to get the deal done, but we were unable to get it over the line as we were priced out. Quite possible. I mean, there's talk of 25 mil, isn't there? Is is that what we're thinking for him? Well, he's got a new contract on the table as well, though, isn't he? Although Ed Woodward probably offered him that. Right. But, I mean, do, 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 we, price up. do we all think that if he doesn't sign that contract and, and we offer 25 mil, we'll get him in the summer? I don't know. You'd have to ask uh, the Glazers. I, I, but I'd go as far as... I mean, if, if you look, he's 28. I'm pretty sure we paid about... Um, twenty. Oh, what did we pay for on out of it? Twenty million. Oh, I can't. Yeah, remember. around that twenty to twenty-five. On out of it was twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Was he when we signed him? Yeah. So I'd, I'd definitely for Lingard. I know some. This is what happens with try before you buy. If they're really, really good, it puts the price up. But I would yeah. go. I would go to thirty for him. Maybe thirty-five. We got. Do you think the old squad's getting a bit old, isn't it, really, if you look at it? Yeah, I've been players. saying that for years. It's, I think we're one of the oldest average age, age squad, and I always say if you look five years, how many of these players will be playing, uh, ignore the fact that we might sell them, like, in theory, and you could probably only do three. I mean, I didn't even realise Fredericks was, what, 28? They're all dead. I mean, Creswell, yeah. I mean, there's quite a few of them getting getting on. Well, the, 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 the three for me were De- Declan Rice, um, I think uh, Diop, and who was the other one? Oh, I think uh, Suchek. I think that was the three in five years' time. Oh, Bowen, so f- Chuck Foreign. That's probably yeah, your lot. Sue, Sue Fowles, he's, he's what's he, 28 already as well? He's a couple of years older than Suchek, yeah. So I think he's 27, 28. He's 28. Moyes are yeah. keeping fit, though. Stuart Pearson only played left back on Saturday. <laughs> he's, he's nearly 60, isn't he? <laughs> fit right in. Uh, Graham Farrer, he of the trousers, uh, says that, well, he probably wears them in his house. Evening all. He says the task has been made harder with the injuries. He thinks we'll get 65 uh, and finish 6th or 7th, uh, although he hopes we can get higher. Whatever happens, it's been a great season, and hopefully we can keep the core of the team and the belief to do better. Rattling through, next up, it's Nicholas Harvey, looking quite dapper in his uh, shirt, uh, Len Pick. Evening, gentlemen. Brady out. Brady out. Uh, Brady out. Uh how good was it to hear from real fans in the ground at Wembley yesterday? Did you did you see anything of it? Like, yeah, quickly? I did. Yeah. I thought it was good. Watched a bit of it. It was good. So yeah, shame they never zoomed into the Spurs end when they lost. It was That's a... usually my favourite part of a cup final. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, they zoomed in on Sun, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dear old Lord. Yeah, yeah. He, had to go home. he couldn't even afford his dinner. He had to have a pot poodle. That's all he had. Money. <laughs> but but I anyway, like, yeah, I can't stand when the Spurs go marching in. I can't stand that song. Don't steal someone else's song. Drives me nuts. 
Well, it turned out fine. Yes, it did in the, in the end. It did look yeah. like it might not in the while, for a while, though, didn't it? I'll tell you what, I've been about it for weeks. An England midfield of Mason Mount, Declan Rice, and Phil Foden. That's a future, yeah. isn't it? Sterling should be. Sterling should well, be anywhere yeah, near it, should he? That's a good midfield, that. that is, yeah, no, that's the that's the three I'd be going with the middle three. Um, Nick Galas carries on. He thinks we'll end up fifth on sixty-four points. So he's going higher than Graham, but with less points. Mm. Uh, disappointing performance against Chelsea with the most ridiculous VAR decision ever. He fears the lack of quality and depth in the squad will see us fall short of the Champions League. He's got a question. Uh, he says, Plymouth Argyle signed up their official turmeric partner. What's the most ridiculous partnership Brady would sign us up for? Oh, we've got a few ridiculous ones. I can't remember them. They're that ridiculous. I mean, they don't make an impact. But we've got some shit ones. I think Man United have got what, a noodle partner, haven't they? And that one was oh, they've got a coffee partner. I've worked there. Who, Man United? Yeah. They did have a new department, I think, as well, yeah. New they got a coffee partner. partner. Yeah, well, coffee, coffee can kind of, yeah, a noodle partner. I mean, really? <laughs> they got a wine partner. I'm See, I should have said they got wine noodle, as well. I see all of this shit. Why do they want a wine partner? Like, They're greedy. They just want the money so they can say, give us this amount of money and we can... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they got coffee I say partner. that. They give me my house and fucking complain, should I really? <laughs> Would we be happy with a spot in the Conference League, Europa? Not, not obviously. No, I want the proper one. Let's go for the proper one. Come on. I'll take you proper Europa League. I ex- don't expect us to get Champions League now. So you'll take Europa as a sort of... Well, I'd love the Champions League, but honestly, I don't think we're getting that now. So I think I'd take Europa League. Fifth or sixth position will be a big, big success. Obviously provided... Well, what happens if... Great success. We just got to just keep going. The funny thing is, I can't see fans being allowed to travel to Europe to watch football. No. Well, it won't won't be. Yeah. It it won't be. Um, But, yeah. Next up. Take it anyway. David Jones says, evening all. He thinks sixth or seventh, but he's not sure we can sustain the wins with the injury situation. Uh, Whatever happens, it's been a successful season. He's got a question for Len. If you had to have a trusty sidekick, oh, would you go for Penfold or Morocco oh, Mole? Well, you said you said well, it, Penfold. Yeah, I think only Penfold, isn't it? Yeah, bit of bit of um, Terry. What's his name? Oh shit, with names, isn't I? Terry Scott. Terry Scott. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, Brady out. I mean, if you put a pair of glasses on, Sean looks a bit like Penfold, <laughs> doesn't he? Um, uh, Paul Nolan, big beat. Is this the first time this season we've lost back-to-back games? Just, just, no, just, first two games we did, didn't we? Yes. Len, can are you are you going to take that as a request from Nigel there what? about Sean looking a bit like Penfold if you put some glasses oh, on? Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. See where I'm going with that? That's in, yeah. There's influence there, isn't <laughs> there? <laughs> George is I'd like to show you something, Len. <laughs> and I want to slow it down. What do you think? Is Sean is like Penfold? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look, shall we? I'll start working on it while Nigel's answering on. questions. <laughs> uh, Paul Nolan says he thinks if we can win the, win the remainder of the games, then fourth is still possible. Fourth is still possible if you look at Chelsea's games because they've still got Leicester, Arsenal, maybe, and Man City to play. See, yeah, they've... Uh, he put, if we had more squad depth, we'd be more suited for pushing the fourth in Champions League. Uh, we do not want Europa, do we? Well, it's a stepping stone. You have to start with Europa for me. Let's start right. with we'll, Europa. Go Europa, we'll win it, and we get Champions League next season. Exactly right. Um, <laughs> he thinks Europa, though, has a detrimental effect on the team's league position, as we know from before. Uh, quiz question for this week, as we play Chelsea. Was the space around the old shed end goal bigger than the space around our goals currently? I reckon it was. I reckon it was. It was an old dog track, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was the old dog track, yeah. I can't speak. Well, it is that. now because they've straightened it off. And I think it was. That doesn't look any better to me. No, it, wait till you see it. Because it, it ain't until you go yeah. in and stand there above and you think they, they've actually moved the upper tier. Obviously, by doing that, away, further away from the lower tier because they've made the gap bigger because they've straightened the back out as well. <laughs> oh, have they? Yeah. Oh, so when you're in the stadium from above, that's going to look dreadful. Yeah, it's going to be even further away than it was. Oh, something to look forward to, isn't it, when we go back? <laughs> uh, he's got a question. How are we using our spare club cash? Well, I think I'm we the only one. With with club cash, yeah. And that, that's... Uh, that's currently waiting for the um, Southampton game. So if I get lucky in that, oh, I think you might. It will go. I think I might. Uh, that will go towards that. <laughs> do you think? Do you, so you saying both you and Sean are going to be lucky? I just think we'll be lucky. Yeah. Oh. Come and have a look at this ticket draw. We want to show you something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, and you know it's always about what you not who you know. Well, what you know. Not who you know or who you know what you we are. know. Was it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and it, once I've done that, I'll probably buy a few like miniature figurines 
I keep forgetting to get me Pellegrini figurine, me soccer stars. They're, I saw yeah, that. They they've got they've got Snodgrass one on there still. It's reduced yeah. to one pound fifty. Yeah, I need to get. Um, I need to get. I think I've got Snodgrass already. Have you? Um, they've also yes. got Zabaleta if you need him. Oh, I need Zabaleta. No, yeah. you, you don't want your figurines gathering dust. You want NFTs. That's what you want. Oh yes. Well, well, we'll go. And you can cover that later. What's all this superhero <laughs> stuff? Do you, do you? Ah, there you go. Do you accept Dogecoin yet? Not yet. No. no. Right. Have you got Dogecoin? I've got Dogecoin. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. No Ethereum. No. Well, I've got a little bit, but more Doge. Anyway, oh. this isn't a crypto. Uh, crypto no, it's not. No. You don't listen every week, then, George. Ed, I don't know. Actually, I don't. I promise you. Uh, I'm quite open about that. This yeah. is the first Mornings podcast I've listened to in about four weeks. Yeah, every week, cryptocurrency. Even I'm getting to understand it a bit. Uh, <laughs> Ed Hughes says, gents, this is not an unexpected blip. Without Rice and Antonio, it was likely. Yes. But with winnable games, although Burnley won't be easy next, and a bit of luck, Europa League is still a strong opportunity. More importantly, VAR. He says the tool is right, but it's being badly used. Yeah. I, I agree. I fully agree with that. Yeah. I don't I know, Bur- Burnley ain't going to be easy. They're just come off a 4 0 thrashing of Wolves at Wolves. Yeah, but Wolves are shit. We put three past them. No, but they're lively, Burnley. Chris well, Woods is one game of the off. season. I'm telling you, we'll, we'll do them. Well, you say that. I'm, I'm thinking about Chris Wood as a potential one for us. How old is he? He's knocking for... He's been about a bit. He was at Millwall and... 29. Is, yeah. is he a New Zealander? Yeah. 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 He turned us down, I thought. I thought we were going to go in for him at one point. Well, I mean, Next I, up. I, sorry, I do think that VAR is just badly implemented and it's it's a shambles. And if they can't use it, get rid of it. But they should try... It should be called on by the referee. The referee should say, I'm unsure, can, I, can someone check that? Or unless there's a, like a Zidane incident, then the VAR referee should call it in. But apart from that, it should just be left alone. It's my opinion. Not Chris VAR. Wood, record against West Ham, played seven, scored six. Decent. How old is he? 29. Okay. So we probably if, will sign him. Yeah, if it's right. <laughs> Next up is WW himself, uh, Wesley Williams, who I better be nice to because it turns out he's a lawyer. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, he said, I would like to think we will finish fourth with 67 points in the Premier League. Looking at the strength of the schedule, some of those we're fighting for placement against, looks like they may have a tougher go of it. Mm, I think I've, I've, I'm keeping the faith, Wes. I'm with you. Dan Cooper, he thinks we'll fall just short of fourth, but finish sixth. Well, just short of fourth, I think Dan would be fifth in my book. But, you know, <laughs> I don't want to pick up in the sun. You know? Not being pedantic or anything. No, no, but... I know. He, he, it's the way he goes, we'll just fall short. <laughs> That's fifth, not sixth. So, but he thinks it'll be a massive achievement. It would be a massive achievement. We've only finished above six twice in our history. That's how massive an achievement it will be. Next up is the soul singing superstar of South Tenerife who kept me very entertained Saturday night with his singing. 
uh, on YouTube, people, I should point out. Uh, why am I getting it? I've subscribed. Why am I getting this? Oh, I don't know. I think I was a bit Saturday night after the game. I was pottering about. Mrs. was out and it popped up. He was doing a stream. So I thought, oh, I click in, got the start of it. And um, yeah, yeah, mate, he can sing. I'll tell you how good he is, people. Who's, he's, who's this? Sorry? Michael Levy Jr. He's. His video afterwards on YouTube has been taken down by YouTube because of a copyright, or because it, and I think it's because he sounded so much like the the the, the singer of the song that he sung that they probably thought it was the real singer and took it down. Oh, the guy! This is the guy in Tenerife who was yeah. going to. I've I've rebooked my holiday for next summer in Tenerife, oh, right. so I might be able to go and see him. Calypso Bar in South Tenerife. There you go. Mike, I know he's listening. You can come back and tell us where it is. Uh, Evening, chaps. He says, how's it going? He's got a different question this week. He says, imagine if back in September after the first game of the season and the Dower defeat at Newcastle, I'd have told you this. So it goes, at the end of April, we'd played 33 games. Al has been sold at a loss and not replaced. We've got no recognised striker. Antonio's injured. We've missed out on our 35 million target centre-back, but we did sign Craig Dawson. Ogbonna is our best defender. He's just back from injury. And we're now trying to cope with injuries to Antonio Criswell, Masuaku and Rice. Our squad's so thin. Noble starting every game. We're out of both cups. Where do you think we are in the league? Do you think you'd have predicted it? No. I don't think anyone would have, would they? No. He puts it's extraordinary, a, isn't it? It is extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think next season we see whether it's a blip or whether this is the start of something proper. Well, this is what Moyes is... I've heard some interviews with Moyes when they were talking about in the transfer window and he didn't sign a striker, having sold Heller. And his words were everyone saying, this is your chance, this is going to be your chance to get in the Champions League and all this. He said, I don't see it. I see it as this is us now and we are building and we want to have this chance every season. Mm. So, you know, let's see if if he gets it right and if he does it. Mm. Let's hope he does. It'd be great, wouldn't it, to have a slow build? Yeah, it's what we've always wanted. Someone, and, and, and Moyes is actually younger than I thought. So, you know, it's, it's quite easy. You could easily see him doing five years, maybe more. Yeah. That's what we need. I mean, you think the last manager we had last five years. Yeah, well. I mean, yeah. Allardyce did four, but I've struck his record off the books, so he don't exist anymore. Um <sighs> That's an argument. I've struck his record. (laughs) Who died and made you God? He don't count. Judge, mate, and it was you. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's seriously. I did ask for that. Yes. Uh, And then he he then Michael then says, uh, "Sorry for the long question. All the best. Read her out. Read her out. (laughs) That's all right. Yeah, about that." They don't think so. The booties want to go. You're in their bad books. We're cracking on. We're getting through them. Uh, He says, uh, and then, yes, Mike, I did enjoy the show. I just want to say, which I think you've got, because I'll I'll give you a So check him out on YouTube, Michael Levy Jr. and on Facebook. 
and uh, catch him whenever he plays. Can you put a link somewhere, Nigel? On yeah, one of the groups or now. something. Yeah. yeah, he does all I'm like Motown and and stuff like that. He did sort of did a he did one line of Morrissey for me. Which, I'm not subscribed. So, Alan Day, the old car dealership. I think we've determined it's Volkswagen now. Al, um, obviously, you, you know you've been downgraded from Mercedes. He says he, he hopes we can get into the top five. Um, Leicester possibly could have a meltdown. Chelsea to pip us to third but he thinks sixth realistically. It's been a great ride while it's lasted. He thinks it's time to bin VAR or the Muppets advising the refs to look at incidents in ultra-slow-mo. Good thing we never covered. He says if that was a red, so should have been Vlad's. Yeah. All right, he's yeah. got a question. Do you think with the end of the Super League and the Fans United stance against super-rich detached owners that this will see a greater enthusiasm towards GSB out, or will the owners come up smelling of roses? Uh, I don't think it's going to be either of those. It's just going to be the same old, I think. We had this conversation not long ago, didn't we, where we said if they if they were wise and wanted to try and make some real change, they should sack Brady now. Hmm. And then it would look like... That, that would, I think, would swing a lot of people around. A good season and Brady <laughs> They're out. They're going to do that, are they? But seeing what the, the owners, uh, the way the other owners have behaved, the type of owners that a lot of fans have coveted. Yeah. Do, do you, has it made you think twice about GSB? No, my uh, my yeah, my opinion of them is, is so entrenched. Yeah. I don't think it... Uh, I don't think I could ever come round to them as such, but it would help if Brady was gone. Hmm. Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. <laughs> Solidarity. Hallelujah. Uh, next up, Anthony Collins. All right, fellas. Cracking pod, he says. Made even better every week when question time hits and Sean gets bored. Well, you got two boochies board for your money tonight, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> two for one. Two for one here. Uh, uh, Balbuena's... Oh, I'm getting Sean's disease. Balbuena's... Balbuena. Sending up the side. The most annoying thing... I'm with you on this was Chris Coleman's commentary on Sky. Oh, God, he needs to blow his head, oh, didn't he? Oh, he's dog shit, he is. It was awful. He spent the old game sniffing. Just blow your bloody nose, yeah. mate. <laughs> He's got a question. He said, do you, do you guys think that there's a conspiracy from the FA, the refs and bar against us? I love people, guys. To try and stop us getting Champions League, just like in 2015-16. Is it a conspiracy? Well, they're not making it not look like that, are they? I do, I do think it's just big team bias. And I, I think that's what it is more than an actual set out to try and scupper us. I just think they give the give the decisions to the bigger team. Super six. Yeah. Well, I'm crap at that at the moment, so. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk super six on here anymore, John. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. <laughs> no. Have you not been listening well. either? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Charlie Cooper, he says, do you think there should be a point system in place to track match officials' performances? There isn't, there. 
this would effectively put them into a league. If a ref has a decision later overturned or consistently misses things, they could be relegated to the league below, but the league below probably won't want them. Uh, than the one they're currently in, or if they do well, they can go up one. Well, there is a Premier League list. I think that's about it, isn't it? I don't really know. Well, there's a, there are occasions where if they make consecutive really bad decisions, they get taken out of Premier League games and sometimes put down a division. So something like that must exist somewhere. I guess it's just not publicly available. Well, but that, that all said today, did did we put a yes appeal in? Yeah, we did appeal against it, yeah. Okay. When do we find out about that? Normally it's done in the week, isn't it? It's done like pretty It'll quick. probably be tomorrow, Wednesday, yeah. yeah. Well, because it, it's usually they need to make a decision before the next game to know if he's up for selection or not, so they don't hang about. Right. I mean, I, I bought that an was auction... My- a couple of referees' assessments from the 1980s, and I'll have to dig them out. They're quite interesting. Oh, you to read. One then, yeah, you? I did. Yeah, that's from 85 uh, 86, the Everton game at home when we beat Everton 2 1. And, and I got them because they were cheap, <laughs> they were only a tenner. So, and, and I, I bought them purely because I've not got any. And I've, it's nice. And there was another one from against Sunderland. And it's, it's quite interesting seeing how referees got assessed back then. This was, the ref, I think, was a well-known ref. I think it was Alan Steele, who was quite well-known back in the 80s. And, and, and the assessment goes on about what he should have done at decisions, how he let the game flow. So you'd like to think that that still goes on. But yeah. perhaps they should make them a bit public, because mm. obviously they're being must be being assessed by other referees. I don't know. Well, Mike Riley's the main man, isn't he? Uh, next Riley? up is Harry Taylor. He says, "Evening, gents. Uh, please tell me it wasn't just me who was screaming at the telly, telling Ogbonna to foul Werner in the build-up." It would have been a good foul to give away, even if it meant in getting books. What are your thoughts? Brady Well, it would have been, with, with hindsight, yeah, of course. It would have been a great foul. Do you not think that Moyes has got them drilled where they have to run back in a line? We, we, we defend very well as a line. But the problem with that is, where they all run back in a line, that left the They'll space the behind player. them. Well, he, he he was he was out of position when he got He was chasing him at one point, and then he realised he had to leave him and and went back. So maybe, maybe right, it's, it's worked out all right so far, isn't it? If that is how he's coaching him. Yeah. Now, someone called Sean Whetstone's left a message, but it looks the same as AI Sean. So I'm not really sure if it's him. So I'm going to skip it. Pat Carty. Says, evening, chaps. Seems like we're running on fumes and starting to struggle due to squad numbers. Uh, Pat will be happy with Europa League. Um, and as perennial relegation candidates, that's a big step forward. And he thinks smaller steps are a better way to progress rather than leap into Champions League. What do you boys right. think? I'll make you right, Pat. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Plus, I, the thing I, is, when we go back to going to the football we won't know what day it is anyway so it won't feel like so we can do the Thursday Sunday thing now who cares it's all good in the hood yeah I, feel the, 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 I would say yes but I probably think the reality is that this will be our only season for a while we're anywhere near this part of the league so why not go for the big one 
In Moyes we trust, I'm the youngest member here, and even I know that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next up is AI Sean, who looks a lot like real Sean, but it's AI Sean, so we'll go with it. <laughs> he says, we're going to be finishing fourth. Do you know about AI Sean, John? Oh, yeah, no, I fo- he followed followed me and yeah, I followed him. Yeah. Who, who, whoever it is. Yes. Very I funny. think it's Dodsey. I do think it's Dodsey. Cause... Oh, I heard that Sean thought it was me while I was in the yeah. toilet last week. And I'll tell you why I think it's Dodsey, because Dodsey likes everything he does. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so dodgy sort of give sure, the, Surely that's him. a schoolboy error though. Well, well that's you know it, you know, one like Dodds. You know, you think, come on, we know it. Yeah. You <laughs> posted twelve seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> it quickly switched. You, know. <laughs> 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 you sound like you don't miss yourself. No, uh, obviously uh, AI Sean though didn't read the question because he says can the real Sean confirm how happy Sally and Gold are feeling well no he can't because he ain't here it was up there in the question two booches and of course and Nigel. if it was one of us he would have known that yeah Brady out that's all you're getting Brady out next Brady up out. Dave Trevitt super Dave Trevitt says no loss there based on their fuck up on team news prior to the Chelsea game also, I was going to send in the questions I did last week, but didn't want it ignored like last week. So, oh, did I not see your question, Dave? What? Very sorry. I you don't ignored know. a question, oh, mate. I'll tell well you what, done. <laughs> if you, you don't know the abuse <laughs> I get, right, when, I, when I, I miss a question, especially when I'm not, I'm, tonight I'm doing it on my laptop, it's when I do it on my phone, it just jumps about. So, Brady out. Brady out. Next up, it's the uh, it's blessings from Jonathan Lowe, the vicar. Uh, or it could be a curate. I don't know. Uh, he's the Rev, as we know him. Uh, where is hey, he? What about Father Chris? Well, yeah, yeah, but uh, nah, see, Father Chris is a father. Yeah, because is there some kind of you know pecking order? Yeah. Well, yeah, you got you got Simon and John Pope. Well, they're the pontiffs, aren't they? No, that's so, a different religion. We're not that club. Well, I, I, to be honest, how do we know what club they're in? Well, Father's obviously a Christian. Father Chris well, is so a Christian. So Catholic. The Pope's a Christian. No, he's, he's a Catholic. No, it's Christian. The Christian. So the Whippet Air Brigade. Nothing to do no, with us. Christians are Catholics and all the rest, like Methodists and Baptists and Church of England and... No, I never know. It's not a religious podcast. I don't know. Good job it's not. And we we would do a lot longer than two hours if we were starting to debate religion. So (laughs) let's move on from that one. So the reverend says, uh, (laughs) evening playmates, I think you've gone on the wrong website now. After such an amazing, and you should know better, after such an amazing season, he'd be happy with anything top seven. He said, if we could finish top four, it'd be amazing. Uh, he'd like to go for a European tour, and he thinks it'd be a great reward. Thinking back to the Chelsea game, wanting to talk about the travesty uh, of the red card, he was pleasantly surprised how well Fra- Ryan Fredericks uh, did down the left-hand side. Do you think he deserves another chance? Blessings, Jonathan. Uh, he was. He, I liked his attacking threat down there. He's without a final ball, though, isn't he? 
I I personally don't think he cuts it myself. It's only the speed and the pace that's the threat, isn't it? I thought he played really well. I, he was as good as Johnson at left back. So yeah. when you got Creswell Masuaku, no. I'd like to keep Fredericks. I think he's a good player to have around the squad. Whether he's happy being on the bench at West Ham, that's up to him. But I think for a bloke to bring off, I think he'd get he'd, he'd come on most games. Um, he's an affordable NFT too. <laughs> Nigel. Yeah, I'd like to point out. There's a reason for that. No one wants him. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a good investment. Yeah. Next up. It's uh, Che Guevara himself, old Sean Cronin. He says, evening, gents. He's not bothered how it ends now. He said, because we've had a fantastic season. What a great outlook. Uh, He thinks all the final five are winnable, but there's some bogeys to come, you know, Brighton. So who knows? He'd like to think we can get 10 points, Uh, but he's not sure. Champions League proper. Uh, Man City or Chelsea winning the old thing will make fifth good enough. No, they won't. Actually, don't want to spoil that, Sean, but that's not the rule. If Man City win the Champions League and they win the title as well, then fourth don't go Champions League. Uh, fifth don't go Champions League. Fifth only goes Champions League. If That's what the rumour is, if they win it. No, fifth only goes Champions League. No, because League. they... No, I heard... I think there's a lot of bullshit going on about this as well. You're right. Because I heard if, if, if they win... No, even I'm confused and I've heard it, but I did hear that if they win the Champions League, <laughs> we get an extra spot, but I don't think we do. No. I think that's ever on the cards because they won the league anyway. So You're only allowed five maximum teams from one country in the Champions League. Yeah? And, and the way for that to happen is either the team to be that wins the, the Champions four. League finishes outside the top four, so they get to go back in as the holders, or the winners of the UEFA Cup um, uh, from that same country. So the top four go in, and then the UEFA Cup team goes in. Now, get this: if Chelsea finish fifth and win the win the Champions League, and then Arsenal win the Europa League, if West Ham are fourth. We don't qualify. We don't qualify for Champions League because the five spots, the winners of the UEFA Cup definitely get it. Winners of the Champions League definitely go back in. After that, I think that's what I think that's what all my mates on Saturday were calling that they'd like to do a Tottenham to us. I think they did that to Tottenham. They did. Yeah. I think you need to get some new mates, John. (laughs) Really? (laughs) They say shit like that to you. Who's Chelsea? Uh, oh, it's Sean's brother that's a Chelsea fan, isn't it? Yeah, he is, yeah. 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 Uh, funny enough, he's a nice bloke, though, isn't he? <laughs> and you've got Sean as a West Ham fan. <laughs> God, that was so... That one. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Sean. He, he takes one night out of dog's abuse. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, Brady out. Uh, anyway, Brady out. And, he, and he thanked me for Cuba and the Cameraman recommendation. It was great, which is on Netflix, people. Cuba and the Cameraman. Check it out. Yeah, um, I watched that. That is very good. It's uh, basically a film. No, it, it's a cameraman that goes to Cuba 
hence the title. But what he does is he goes every 10 years from the 70s All and right. he videos the same people. So he goes back and finds them every 10 years. So how things are changed in Cuba. Yeah. And it is funny because it's like, without spoiling it, you know, life was good. Then it got really bad when something happened around the world and it, it and chaos. And then it seems to be coming back again. Next up, it's the uh, talking of re- not a religious podcast. It's the Pontiff himself, Mr. Simon Pope. Uh, a, a good evening, gentlemen. He said, I'd like to say that I am the original Pontiff. You are, Mr. Pope. You are the original. Uh, and I do listen every week, or every week, I think he means. Uh, just don't always get time to message. He's getting slightly worried about the end of the season. We seem to be struggling without Rice and starting to notice that Lingard always seems to be getting slight knocks in the game. Hope he isn't too bad. Uh, he can see us slipping up against Burnley as well, which won't be good free on the bounce and all that. Let's keep our hopes up, get this season over and go into Europe. Uh, Gary Prince, uh, Sean's mate, he says uh, 10 more points and he thinks we'll go 7th. So that's 65, isn't it? Uh, Marcus Johns, he uh, has also said the same. We'll grab 10 points and end up 7th. Next up, it's the Colonel. Evening always says, Brady out. Brady out. That's all he says. There you go. Sometimes, you know. So we need to. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Adam Levitt. Adam, and I'll make Adam right here. Perhaps we we should get Sean onto this. He said he's angry about him ditching the season cards altogether. Um, Because Adam's autistic and, and, you know, obviously changed. They're not good with changing everything. And um, they didn't consult the fans about it. And he's very upset about it. And 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 I think they've done this without looking into how will it affect, you know, autistic people well they've scrapped season cards it's going to be a barcode on your phone so you either print it out or you take your phone well what if you're like like my uncle 75 he ain't got a smartphone he's still using a nokia and he can't tell me can you can anyone tell me yeah the the benefit of this because you can just put the blatant Barcode on the card. That's what it is. Do you want to know what the benefit is? Saves them money. There's that to it. and it, You can do so much more with the card. Whether it's an anti-ticket touting measure as well. But when it's a barcode, you can just... They'll probably use the environmental argument as well, wouldn't they? Well, less plastic and all I'm that. Not stuff. printing it out. That's not environmentally friendly. Well, if you put it you out You can do on... so much with the card. Print it out on environmentally friendly paper. But then again, the paper's got to go with, and with the card. Well, no, the barcode's going to be on the paper, isn't it? I don't know. They've not really explained it properly. I think it's crap, especially as someone that collects tickets. Yeah, I've got all my old season yeah. tickets. 
I've got all mine. They're not in my name, half of them, but they were mine. It's funny looking. There you go. Oh, OAP, OAP. Oh, yeah, look, that was when I was, yeah. That was was when you were 30 and I was under 16. Yeah, and that was you. That's your 12 year old ticket when you went five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, I I think you'll be pleased to know that is the end. I've whittled through, gone through. Don't sound like the end to me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm trying to get you. I don't want him to get more abuse, that's all. Len, what's the NFTs? It's a non-fungible token, but you don't need to know that. Um, Have you signed up to my website, John? I I don't think you have, have you? No. Everyone listening, sign up to canningtownlend.com. All the cool stuff and everything you need to know is all there. You can talk to me whenever. I mean, it's just paradise, really. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as I'm done here, you've sold it to me. Yeah, there you go. I could do with a bit of paradise. I I love anything on Twitter. Like he didn't know, right? Isn't there? Is there? <laughs> <laughs> it is Facebook, Twitter, question time. He did reply to me. Anyway, everyone sign up to canningtownlend.com. Keep in touch that way. You're all right, boys. There's only one. Uh, it said, what did Sean buy? Uh, so it's Dan 316043 43H. He said, uh, oh, three hours ago that was, uh, what did Sean buy Karen Brady for a birthday earlier this month? Is he aware of Moy's summer ins and outs, or do we have to pay a fiver for that? Brady out and Lenin. Brady Lenin, out. Lenin, he's getting all communist now. Lenin. That's what he says, Lenin. Dear, I mean, uh, we don't know because Sean's not here. Yeah. And I, think Sean, I think Sean will always not be always ready not to take the fiver route because other people have... And he loves being the one who hasn't. That's the way I see it. Well, then, but they are going under a paywall, aren't they? At some point, Claret and Huge. I think they're doing a uh, plus version, aren't they? Yeah, an ad-free version. Mm. Uh, then you're going to have to read Sean shit. Just get ad blocker people. Get ad blocker. <laughs> read his stuff and don't give him the money. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's it's like it could be your like guilty little secret you can snigger. Yeah, I read Claret and you, and you think I've read it, and I gave you nothing for it. Maybe you just put it all on canningtownlend.com. Paradise, yeah. paradise. paradise. Just, just head over to paradise. That's right. Right. Paradise. I think this is it, lads. Predictions. <laughs> <laughs> you kept me long enough. Yeah. Uh, Predictions, who have we got? Burnley. 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 Predictions. Len, what do you reckon? Uh, Burnley win. <laughs> uh, 2-1. Uh, Chris Wood, too, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nigel? 3-2 West Ham. Very nice. John? Uh, one all draw. Chris Wood's to score John? for them. Yeah, hello? Oh, no. No, John's there. He said one all. I didn't hear that. One all. Uh, I'm going to score. He said, "I'm going for a one nil win." One nil win. There we go. That is Morning's podcast for the week. Uh, I've you been, did it. I've been George. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a long time. Do you know what we do at the end here? Do you, do I don't know. Me? What do we do now? Could we play the theme tune or what? 
Play the play the outro. We used, to, we used to have an outro. Do we still do that? We, I think we still do. All right, yeah. all right it's coming. Uh, John, <laughs> work and we sing it. John, you you've been. I've been here through to the end. Hey, first time in a while. Len has been happy to get to the end with the booties. Hey, and Nigel has been. I've got up the Man United in my sticker book, so. Um, by next week, I should be nearing getting to the end of it, even though I won't have completed it. And it is 2019, 2020, so I'm still a year behind. Got some catching up to do. Yeah. NFTs, that's what you need. Thank you for listening. Can't you, I just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.